So without further ado, come on, Gators. Let's give it up for the first lady of the United States, Michelle Obama. A packed University of Florida O'Connell Center greeted First Lady Michelle Obama on a campaign swing through Gainesville. From the start, Michelle Obama appealed to the students at UF and even the UF marching band Pride of the Sunshine, which recently performed in London at the Summer Olympics. I, I am beyond thrilled to be with all of you today. And first, let me just say, go Gators! But before the First Lady was introduced, many key Democratic Party leaders from around the state talked about issues that affect students. Florida Democratic Party Chairman Rod Smith told the crowd how President Obama has helped keep the student loan rates low. Today, student loans are less expensive because this president, because this president decided that student loans are not a profit center for nationwide lenders, what student loans are, are they are an investment in human infrastructure and intellectual capital. And those loans are what will pay off in our retaining our position in the global economy. U.S. Congresswoman Corinne Brown also attended the event and talked about the importance of President Obama's health care plan, nicknamed by some as Obamacare. She emphasized how it has helped the student population. You know, they started this Obamacare. Let's be clear. Obama cares. He cares. How many students here will be able to stay on their family insurance because Obama cares? Raise your hand. UF student Alex Macy, a public relations and political science major, introduced the First Lady. Macy suffers from Crohn's disease and says President Obama's health care plan has helped him. So I have a pre-existing condition, I have Crohn's disease, and I just wanted to share with everyone that it's not just elder, older people, it's not people who are older, it's students just like us who, you know, who, have, who have these conditions and, and have really truly benefited from, thi from uh, things that President Obama has done. But while those speeches were going on on the inside, supporters of Mitt Romney for president protested on the outside. Romney volunteer Christina Strasser says she's demonstrating to show there aren't just Democrats in Gainesville. We're known for being a very liberal campus, so, you know, we just wanted to come out and show our support for Romney and show that college students also, um, we really care about this economy and a lot of the issues that are going on, and we also support Romney here at UF, not just Obama. Since Florida is considered a battleground state, the First Lady explained how critical each vote is. She pointed out how President Obama won Florida by a small margin, so the youth vote can be the difference in the election. If there is anyone here who might be thinking that somehow their vote doesn't matter, that, that their involvement doesn't count, that, that in this complex political process that ordinary folks can't possibly make a difference, is there anybody thinking like that? I want you to think about those 36 votes. Now picture that. We all know 36 people, right? So with, with, with just a few evenings on a phone bank, with just a few weekends knocking on doors, just a few of you here, look at this room. If this stadium, in this stadium, you all could swing an entire precinct for Barack Obama. From a slogan of change we can believe in to forward, Michelle Obama asked the audience whether they can afford to stop the work they put in. Are we gonna turn around and go back to the same policies that got us into this mess in the first place? Are we gonna just sit back and watch everything we fought for and worked for to just slip away? 
to keep moving this country forward. Forward. Economic freedom is under attack. And the only way we're going to take it back is to make people smarter and more informed about the facts. That's the message former presidential candidate Herman Cain had for the audience of over 200 people who saw him speak Thursday night on the University of Florida campus. Cain is on a speaking tour called the College Truth Tour. The tour is aimed at motivating college students to pursue their goals and become better citizens by being better informed. He started off by telling the story of his parents' journey to improve their living conditions. During the story, he did not waste the opportunity to take a jab at President Obama. I got news for President Obama. My dad did build that house. Kane then related his experiences in the Department of the Navy and the corporate world to encourage students to pursue their dreams even if they face serious obstacles. Then, the speech became much more political. The biggest problems we have that we need to fix start with the economy. It is not growing. That is a fact. Our economy is growing at a less than 2% growth rate per year. The crowd formed around the Discovery Science Center in Ocala in anticipation of Vice President Joe Biden. Various local Obama-Biden team leaders spoke to motivate a very energized crowd to get out and vote and tell others to vote. Joe Biden walked on stage moments ago with an eruption of applause. He opened with a comment on Hurricane Sandy and how local, state, and national governments are working together to bring relief to the Northeast. After a fiery vice presidential debate last week, Republican vice presidential nominee Paul Ryan brought a message of hope of getting Americans back to work. In a town hall meeting-like setting in Ocala's downtown square, Congressman Ryan answered questions about health care, jobs for college graduates and women, as well as plans for NASA. He began by asking the crowd of around 300 people a question he says most Americans want an answer to. What kind of country are we going to have? We have a big choice to make. This is not an ordinary election. This is not just who's going to be the next president for simply four more years. This is what kind of country are we going to have? What kind of people are we going to be for at least another generation? What kind of America are we going to give our children and our grandchildren? That's what's at stake in this election. And if we do the right thing, we'll get the country back on the right track. After getting the crowd fired up, Ryan continued by explaining how Republican presidential nominee Mitt Romney has a strong character. He made it clear that not only does the Romney-Ryan ticket want change, but he knows what he's going to do in order to get change. What Mitt Romney and I owe you, our fellow countrymen and women, is a choice, a clear agenda for how we fix this country's problems. If there's one thing about Mitt Romney that we well know is that this man is a decisive leader. Where other people have failed, he has succeeded. That's why we're not simply saying we can't afford four more years. We're saying we can't afford four more years and here is what we're going to do. Ryan says both political parties have been responsible for breaking promises in the past. While experts like McManus tuned into the debate last night, so did many students at the University of Florida and their opinions were not so different from the seasoned University of South Florida political science professors. McManus described the debate like a boxing match, and University of Florida senior Reed McCullen says he too noticed the combative nature of the debate. 
I think we've seen kind of we're seeing kind of the same behavior from both sides right now as far as um, fairly, fairly personal attacks, fairly fairly bad debate skills, <laughs> and and pretty um, pretty abusive rhetoric. You know, this side's accusing that side of lying, that side's accusing this side of misrepresenting. It's just um, you know it's it's easy to 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 lose the message in the medium. You know. Another student and ambassador for the Institute of Hispanic and Latino Cultures at UF, Melissa, says while the debate was interesting, she too felt the personal nature the debate took. I thought it was very interesting. I mean, um, there were some points when they were like getting all up, each, all up in each other's faces that I, kind of made me uncomfortable. But I mean, for the most part, it was very interesting. There's one group of people you won't see voting on Election Day. In the state of Florida, if you're a convicted felon, they say you don't have any rights again to vote. We're trying to restore our rights now in, in this state. I know a lot of other states that you can vote as convicted felons, but in the state of Florida, you're not allowed to. So that's in a lot. That's holding a lot of us back as far as giving a voice on an opinion, as far as political. This felon wishes to remain nameless. He has done his time and is living in Gainesville, but still cannot vote. A study by the Civil Liberty Group, The Sentencing Project, shows more than 1.5 million Floridians will not be able to vote this election because they've committed a felony. That's more than 10% of Florida's population. The felon says he needs the right to vote, just like everyone else. I will vote. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This, it, we really need it. You know, voting is real essential to anybody, whether you a convicted felon, whether you, you, you don't have a voice anymore. You know, and that's what, that's what hurts. 